Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Um, hello, Facebook Live. Hello, world. Uh, hello, Egg Chasers. Uh, we have just watched... The first match on the 2017 Lions Tour to New Zealand and a totally underwhelming performance it was too. But let's get into it then, uh, JB. Uh, just me and you because Phil is in Switzerland. He'll be back for the next podcast. Hands in pod on three. One, two, three. Pod. Hello Egg Chasers, this is the Egg Chasers Rugby Podcast, the podcast about rugby that doesn't take itself or the game too seriously. We just love the game and we're here with you all through the Lions Tour and we're here with you 365 weeks, days. I've had a few drinks last night. Yeah, you're not yourself, are you Tim? I'm really not. I almost want to have a do-over, but um, I'll crack on. We can't, we're live. We're live, live. this is it, this is it, this is how it goes. We'll do it live! (laughs) Uh, So... 52 weeks of the year we're here, but we are so damn excited about the Lions, and that's why we've got... And let me just recap for you how it's going to work on the podcast during the Lions tour. So you will get... I think, actually, it's definitely three, possibly four episodes a week, uh, four shows a week. So we'll have post-game instant reaction midweek Saturday. We'll have um, a pre-game, pre-Saturday match preview podcast and we'll have the normal Sunday slash Monday podcast uh, which will cover off everything Lions and if there's any other bits of stuff we need to talk about yeah. as well and as, are we going to do one of those on a different format like a Instagram or oh yeah half time Instagram yeah something like that half time Instagram live is what we're doing as well so basically just get following at rugby podcast on Twitter get following Instagram egg chasers uh, podcast uh, get on Facebook where you can watch the video of this and every other show. And, of course, subscribe on iTunes and every episode will be delivered straight to you so you can have it on your on your way to work or wherever you're at and wherever you are listening. We've just, JB, watched the game against New Zealand Barbars. Uh, yeah. What? Mm, well, do you know, watching it and looking at Twitter, everyone's rather disappointed. Would you agree with that? I would say underwhelmed, as I say, I think is the word. Underwhelmed, it's hard, isn't it, this one? It's hard to kind of put it into perspective because there's so much build-up around the Lions, and I've been guilty of this. You expect them to land, and they are the best players in you know, United Kingdom and Ireland, and then they don't play very well. But really, what is this game? It's just a practice match, yes? It is, it is. And it's getting the, the flight out the journey. I'm already starting to make excuses. It's 10 games. It only matters about the test match. But that is the case. That is the case. Sam Warburton, I, I'm not sure. I understand what he's saying and, and why he's saying it. But Sam Warburton's saying, that, oh, yeah, pretty pleased with that. Yeah. I, uh, I know I've been saying the same thing for weeks now. But it is about team cohesion. And the very special thing about the Lions Tour is it is an amateur tour in a professional era. So I guess... When they used to be strong, like really strong, they would fly over there and 
you know, they'd be playing other amateurs who were dentists and doctors and all the rest of it. And, you know, they, they would win because they were best players. Simply isn't that now. And I think today's game really did show rugby is about more than just individual brilliance. Because they've got all got individual brilliance. It's that moulding as a team. And that's what they're going to struggle with. But we knew that, didn't we? Agreed. Uh, before we get into the actual match then, uh, so <laughs> we talked about the mind games and stuff in the in the New Zealand press on the last podcast. There's This has been flying around on the internet. We've been sent it by a bunch of people. An advert for a beer in New Zealand, uh, the caption for which says, the Irish were too good for us last year, so they've added some Brits to make it fair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, fair. And uh, I know you love the pre-game stuff with all the culture, all the culture, oh wow, and all the ritual. I mean, look, the Lions got a tough ass, haven't they? They landed there on Wednesday. They've spent eight hours watching hackers. They've spent a further nine hours <laughs> respecting hackers. And there was yet another hacker. I mean, it wasn't a full there's, hacker. There's an hour picking up bits of grass and leaves oh, and yeah. stuff. If you're not picking up bits of leaf, you're just not respectful, are you? I mean, let's face it. The, the hacker now has turned into a commercial dance for sacred reasons. And the sacred reasons aren't the original tribal sacred reasons. I think Commercial dance. It is. It's a com- it, it's the more- Macarena, the uh, it, Saturday Night by Wigfield, and the hacker. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you what, Tim. Um, our theme tune for Avicii is less commercial than the hacker. <laughs> so I mean, they've, they've, you know, they've probably had two two dinners to attend. They've not done an awful lot since landing, so yeah, it's hard, isn't it? If, if if you just take the, 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 the we got to the game, we got to this game. We'll try and pick some positives out of it. But if if you look at that, if you were a New Zealander, you're, you, you'd be. Th- Readjusting and actually going, I think the Lions are going to lose the Test series four <laughs> nil. Yeah, yeah. Well, I could get the you know the last test, the the excess points. It's going to be really, really difficult. Uh, now, what are the good points from this game? Well, first of all, loads of p- positives for New Zealand rugby. Yeah, I right. Mean, these lads, from what I understand, they're not super rugby players. So, you know. They might have appeared on the bench or had minimal appearances. I think in the case of Bryn Gatlin, for example, someone said he'd been on the bench for the Auckland Blues. Yeah, the hookers, like third choice hooker for Highlanders, I think. So, you know, they're kind of there or thereabouts. But let's be, let's be honest, they are competing for Super Rugby jersey. Yeah. you know, And I've got a feeling that they might have been together for a little bit longer than we thought. So you think about bar- bar- Barbarians, you think about the guys who show up in London, get hammered go and play rugby in a park and then play England, right? I think these guys might have been together a little bit longer. And the reason I think that is we've known Bryn Gatlin's playing for how long? Like six years now we've known Bryn Gatlin's. <laughs> you know, been building up for this. So, yeah, maybe they were a little bit more cohesive. That's some bloody good individuals. I mean, some of the footwork, there's uh, that Levin in particular, I don't yeah. know his name, but someone should sign him up. I think there'll be a, a few people looking at some of those guys. So yeah, all right. So fine. Good for New Zealand rugby. The depth is even deeper than we than we previously thought, which we thought was ridiculously deep anyway. Yeah. Uh, but for from the Lions' point of view, uh, there was right. Well, let's go. Let's go, let's kind of go good. Let's try and be positive about this. Let's go good first. Talupe Falatau with with the disappointment of losing Billy Vanapola and with the fact Falatau hasn't had loads of rugby and hasn't had loads of amazing games. He really showed up like he's. Uh, he could have a big tour ahead. Yeah, uh, completely agree. Uh, ben Teo. Ben Teo played very well. I think I think it's worthy of a quick blast of the Ben Teo horn. Hey. I think this is peak Teo. He he wore a Lions jersey. And was he man uh, of the match? Or was I'm it... sorry to disappoint you, Tim. I've closed down my soundboard. Oh, what? Because I knew this was coming. We're not doing it yet. <laughs> all right. Well, anyway. So, I mean, it just showed the 15 best players on the field were all New Zealanders. And the 16th best player <laughs> was also a New Zealander. 
there was um, positive stuff. The, the impact that Owen Farrell made was instant. Him and Reese Webb, actually. Do you think... I, I, think uh, I think they both, Webb and Farrell, made such a difference instantly. Yeah, can I just put this to you? Do you think they made a difference or do you think that, that team was starting to tire? Because the one thing the Lions have, you would guess would be fitness. No, I, th- I think they made a difference. And I don't know... Uh, you see, I'd be... If I was just looking at that instantly, I'd be looking at going, oh, Farrell just looks a better 10 than Sexton on the strength of that. However, he had Reese Webb playing at nine, Farrell did. So it was a bit more zip and a bit more sharpness. Yeah, this needs to be discussed. Yeah. This needs to be discussed immediately. So Laidlaw. Reese Webb, great. Yeah. Murray, phenomenal player when he wants to be. Yeah. Um, Greg Laidlaw. I mean, why is Willie Hines not the guy on the plane before Greg oh. Laidlaw? I mean, Don't I get can... me started on national... Oh, no, no, he, he's legitimately eligible, English, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. I mean, at least he's played super rugby. At least he'd <laughs> he, he, he know his way around. Um, you know, Gareth Davis. Now, I've got a lot of respect for Greg Laidlaw in a lot of ways. He's obviously a good leader. You know, he's he's done well with Scotland. But there's always been a question, has he always been the best scrum half for Scotland or does kicking keep him in it? Or you know, what is the crack here? I don't think it is fair to class him as the third best scrum half in the you know third sorry third best available scrum half in the United Kingdom and Ireland and Ireland yeah well I I mean I'd love to see Kit, uh, someone like Kieran Marmion who I think is a phenomenal player get uh, get on that plane or Gareth Davis or Danny Kerr. I mean, Danny Kerr's got to be a better all-around scrum half than Greg Laidlaw. We've we talked about this at the time. Kieran Marmion's got to be a better all-around scrum half than it, Greg Laidlaw. Uh, I I agree. I agree. Maybe, but, uh, but let's be fair. He's not Greg Laidlaw. Is not going to be the test. Uh, but injuries with not with notwithstanding injuries, he will not be a test scrum half. Yeah, you're right. Except for injuries do happen. So I mean, all either Webb or Murray goes down, and you always replace your nine, don't you? Because he's doing the most running on the entire on the entire field. So at some point, you're going to have to have Greg Laidlaw on that field. Now, I actually think he is good enough to play a test match we've seen him play test matches before my argument is he's just not the absolute best available option and that is where the problem is well let's uh, let's talk about another scott who didn't cover himself in glory in this first game but again it's a long tour 10 games and we know he's class stuart hogg both in attack and in defense looked suspect at times didn't have a didn't have a great day no not really Uh, lots of error i mean when you make a skill error and you're as good as Stuart Hogg, I think you can allow it because sometimes that happens. You know, when your best player drops the ball, it's not a problem. Um, it just happens. And he and he did that. <laughs> he did, he gave Watson a horrible pass when he could have just cantered in for a try. And uh, Anthony Watson got absolutely smashed by... Um... Yeah, I thought he was definitely in there. Nothing could possibly go yeah. wrong. Oh, no. Oh, no, it did. <laughs> uh, but, so, positives... Carl Sinclair's loose play, Ben Teo. In fact, English guys, Scottish guys didn't have bad, didn't have good games. English fellas tended to have quite strong games. Um, so okay, let's think about that then. Marler did all right. I mean, he was just you know did his job, and that's what I like. I like players that just do their job. Sinclair, I have a bit more of an issue with uh, Fam uh, because um, oh, did you catch the interview? No, I think he called Scott Quinnell Fam. <laughs> um, now. Uh, Sinclair is a very good loose player. He is definitely improving as a tight head. Just, you need to be solid at that set piece. And these guys were not top level uh, Kiwi internationals, Kiwi players. 
And I don't think the scrum looked particularly solid. You'd have thought of all of all the places they would have a massive advantage, it would be the scrum. The Lions didn't take a step backwards, but they didn't take many steps forwards. Yeah, it wasn't dominant. No. It wasn't the platform that, that, that they'd hoped, and that is a problem. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, um, yeah, I, I just a bit... There's not a massive amount to talk about this game, because it's been, uh, this, they've got 80 minutes out of the system. What do we read in to what we're going to get from the Lions based on what we saw? Hard question, that, because they didn't look very Gatland-esque. That's one thing you can say. It wasn't very structured. Uh, you didn't see the continual same-side patterns that you see with a Gatland team. Uh, you saw it a little bit a little bit looser, and I think that might have actually uh, hampered, uh, hampered them a bit. And that's probably why Ben Teo did so well, because as a natural rugby player, he's very good. He can offload, he's obviously got great power. Um, but you didn't see any structure. So from that point of view, I don't know what we get out of it. And that's quite interesting, really, because with a Gatlin team, you always know what you're going to get. And in the Lions, traditionally, they've always kind of held back their more advanced tactical game until later because they don't want to you know, play their hand. Mm. But there is no hand to play with Gatland because you know exa- exactly what he's going to get. So I'm surprised he hasn't gone out there and just tried to reinforce his systems and that, play I, the way they want to. I, I don't like the style particularly, but th- th- there is something to be said about the fact that Warren Gatland's game plan is so simple that... Um... When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. It's easy to learn. It's really easy to learn. And you get people from four different nations coming together. It kind of works. Four become one. They should make a song about that. Yeah. Spice Girls getting back together when four become one. It wasn't four, one, four become one. Oh, hang on. My little cousin's outside. Uh, and you can't get in because he's got no keys. But we're podcasting, so he's going to have to wait another 10 minutes. Oh, can we talk about um, just Tulupe Falatel's try-saving tackle in the first half? Yeah, that was quite special. That was sexual. That, that, that gave me a twitch. Yeah, he's so good, isn't he? Yeah. He's so good. I mean... Even at the, even in these early days, you've got to expect that he's going to be the test starting eight. Yeah, I, who? Who's no, that's it. That's, that's that's it. It's yeah. him. It's him. Moriarty would look look good. Yeah, I, you know, I was just a bit. Uh. Moriarty looks tough. Oh, he looks hard. Yeah, you would not mess with that boy. You would not. Be- I do want to pick up on a couple of is- issues I have. One, uh, just again reinforcing what we've said in the past about Australian referees. They just sound like they they're not confident in their decisions. They sound like they're referees. asking questions. The, the Australian referee. Knock on? Knock on? Knock on? <laughs> Offside? Uh, no, actually, sir. Oh, okay, play on? Yeah, yeah, play on, sir. Okay. <laughs> yeah, okay, sir. <laughs> just sounds like he doesn't know what he's actually doing. It's just the inflection. Uh, and the, the the music in the stadium. Are you a fan of, like, when there's a try scored having uh, music 
and uh, did, 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 yeah, yeah, did, 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 did. I, I like that. Well, uh, the breaks in play music though, because the, mm. the this stadium loved it. But the songs they picked: Robbie Williams' "Rock DJ" and "Moves Like Jagger." Hey, hey those are two leading songs in New Zealand. <laughs> I mean, current current pop songs. Yeah, I don't think that they have MP3s yet. So, you know that, 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 that you know that, that's absolutely fine. I'll also say this. Um, I love a little bit of production in in in, uh, in in sporting events. For instance, the Ben our very own Ben Teo horn is actually the Boston Bruins horn. Yeah. So I'm I'm all for that kind of thing. In fact, I'd expand it to actually when like actually when they're playing. When Thomas Waldron gets a ball, for instance, next to the Chiefs, they should they should start the big diesel engine. <laughs> big diesel horn. So no, I'm I'm all for that. But you've got to do better than Robbie Williams. Rock yeah. DJ. Come on, up your game. So who's 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 next up? We've got for the Lions, so that is the Blues at Eden Park. Oh my goodness. Is Eight, that eight thirty five kickoff on Wednesday morning? Yeah, that's going to be brutal, isn't it? Ooh, and then the Crusaders. We know that the Crusaders are going to be playing their all black, all blicks, all blicks, all blicks. Uh, what are the Blues doing? Do we know? Does anyone know? Does anyone know on Facebook Live if the Blues are going to uh, play their full, their full strength team? I think well, it will be a good team. God, no good. well, no, because it's special for the Lions every four years, tw- every twelve years for New Zealand. This is a once in a career opportunity for these guys. A um, little bit of trivia-ish, trivia-ish. Um, do you know who the All Black was that missed out last time the Lions came? came to town there's one all black that never got to play the lions well there's lots of all blacks that never got to play the lions but there's one particular particular omission and they sent them to play sevens during the lions tour uh no idea who joe rockakoku he's never he didn't play against the lions no they sent they sent him to refine his form in the, on the seventh circuit oh outrageous well, on, on the flip side a winger who could be coming back into form Nahim Milner Scudder made his comeback. That's that's good to see. Hell of a player. Oh, yeah. uh, well, let's just hope he has a, f- a few games under his belt. Not too many that he re- finds his past form and plays against the Lions. That would be nice. Didn't you? Uh, you you were particularly enjoying the uh, sheep logo that we got every minute in the in during the match. Yeah, I didn't really understand it. What was it there for? I, I'm assuming that's the bar bars like bar bar logo sheep. Mm. It, it wasn't quite a lambs v lions type of matchup though. The, the lambs actually gave up a good a good a good fight. Yeah, hell of a fight to be fair. So, yeah, not not a big fan of that. Uh, bar bars is barbarians. Let's not stray too far away from it. So how like. I'm so hungover and trying to digest this game all at the same Such time. Such a professional. Such a professional. So, but um, yeah, I just oh, I don't know what I don't know what, I don't want to say, Jay, or where to go. I'm a little, I'm I'm disappointed, but I'm I'm happy it's here. I'm so excited it's here, but I'm 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 a bit flat. But I just so okay. I'm I'm going to help you out here, Tim. So don't get too down on it. Don't feel like you did, like I did during the game, because ultimately this is a practice game and. In reality, this is the sort of game they should almost play behind closed doors. But because of the commercial nature of the Lions, you know, you've got to see every game. I mean, people want to see every game. This is nothing really more than a run out, you know, just to get, you know, get, get, get the travelling out of your legs. I think by the time we see the Blues, the Lions Blues, you're going to see a far more, a far different team. At least I hope you do. I don't think they're going to win it, but I think you'll see a vast improvement in the standard from the Lions bring it on so don't get too downhearted absolutely fine trust in what Gatlin's doing he's already won one one Lions tour I'm sure he can not lose too badly in this one <laughs> I'm sure he can not lose too badly uh, that's a rigging endorsement from JB um, 
one thing I do want to actually bring up that I, I forgot to mention is all, we're doing all these extra podcasts and we've um, we've got Raging Bull to, to thank as part of that. And one thing that we're doing with them, we want to celebrate the fact there's a tour going on. We, lo- we love a rugby tour. We love a, a, an, a, an away trip um, away with the boys and whatnot. So we want to celebrate tour stories. Now, this could be you followed a, a, an England or an Ireland or a Scotland or a Wales or a British and Irish Lions tour in the past and you've got a good story to tell. It could be when you've been a player and you've gone on a on a tour, or it could just be a, a a legend from your club, some story that everyone tells in your clubhouse. That's what we want to hear about, and there is there is some mighty fine stash on offer for you. Uh, what you need to do is just email your story to theboys at eggchasers.com. Theboys at eggchasers.com. Oh, does that work though? I believe it works. All the boys. The boys. Ooh, Coffee nice. with the boys. Coffee with the boys. Uh, so theboysateggchasers.com. I've got a tour story. Yeah, uh, yeah. I was going to say, you, you, what, what, was this from when you followed the Lions? Or Not no, no. Oh, oh, I've got loads. Because you've got from loads the... from there. Well, yeah, I mean... But I... no, go on. What, what were you, well, you going to say? I met R. Kelly during the Lions. Well, I didn't meet R. Kelly. <laughs> I went to an R. Kelly after show uh, oh, the yes. Lions. Uh, it's, worth re- uh, it's worth retelling, I guess. We were in Sun City, and I was given a scratch card by a very attractive beer sales lady. Uh, I was going to say salesman, sales lady. And uh, she gave me a scratch card. I was like, no, I don't, don't, don't really want it because, you know, you never win on scratch cards. So she scratched it for me. I was like, oh, you win, you've won tickets to the R. Kelly after party. I'll describe my outfit. I was in the pink Stade Francais shirt, one of the first years that they were wearing pink. I was a tad overweight, much like I am now. Uh, so I didn't fit into it too well, and I had the tightest, smallest cotton Coleman Bay shorts on <laughs> and flip flops. So I was like, "Yeah, okay, I'll go to this." I went there, and it was the coolest, blackest crowd from uh, from South Africa you have ever seen. <laughs> and they thought I was mental uh, to the point. R. Kelly then comes on stage, and he must have seen a few things. I mean, I've seen him see a few things on on, uh, on some on some of his videos. <laughs> Let's not talk about any of that. <laughs> and he actually had to do a double take between. Well, looking at me and the guy that I I, I decided to, to bring with me, which was super Catholic Mike Rainey. So uh, we spent about half an hour there and, and, and walked out. Uh, but that wasn't actually my tour story. My tour story was when we went to Cardiff and I was told to host the um, the court session for Broughton Park. And I'm usually pretty good at this sort of stuff. I can hold a court session and make people drink. Well, for whatever reason it was, and a friend of the pod, uh, JBL, knows all, um, all, all about this, they decided to give me no respect whatsoever. So I couldn't control the room. And it resulted in someone coming from c- c- coming behind me and uh, setting me on fire. <laughs> wow! Yeah, so uh, <laughs> I had two lads like patting my back because uh, it all got all, all got out of control rather quickly. Yeah, uh, yeah, kind of on that. That just reminded me of uh, a situation I found myself uh, where, and I don't know if I'm going to get in trouble or like MI MI five or MI six going to suddenly bust in. And... Was it your rugby tour to Palestine? <laughs> it was. Um... No, but uh, the Queen's grandson, Peter Phillips, um, Queen's grandson set Peter. set fire to me. Did he really? Yeah. Oh, nice. Well, it kind of. So it was. A, it was the game where you you have to drink, and you can only. Uh, no, you have a bit of toilet paper between your butt cheeks, and depending on the game that you played before, is how many sheets of toilet paper you have. <laughs> So I have, I think I had three sheets. I had, think I had three sheets wedged. So I wedged it between my butt cheeks, and then you set it on fire and you drink, and you're only allowed to take the tissue out once you've finished drinking, which is fine. Only there was a, obviously a problem. With, my t-shirt was uh, was a little bit 
um, like well, my shirt was sort of hanging down a bit. So he set fire to my shirt whilst trying to set fire Hang to on. the tissue paper. C- can I just ask a question? Do you want more or less tissue paper? You want more because then it takes longer to but get to get, get to uh, the butt. But then surely you get a bigger flame, no? A bigger, more oh, aggressive Oh, I'd not thought of that. We need a scientist. Let's get Phil in here. We'll, uh... Yeah, if Phil was here, he'd be able to he'd have some stats on this. So what's our tour story from Raging, from Raging Bull? Are we wait, awaiting uh, tour stories? No, no, no. So, I, yeah, I've got some more stories, like the one, um, the ones I told about that legend Paddy Main um, from back in the day. Um, but, no, what I want are tour stories from our listeners, from you. So, please, uh, tour stories, whatever they are, legends, um, legendary stories that are told in your clubhouse, ones that you've been on, dobbing in your mates or just something that you've that you've heard that you found uh, really amusing stash on offer uh, so the boys at eggchasers.com is where you need to send that email and while i'm mentioning raging bull we we have got a special discount for you they've got some really good clobber in their store so if you're if you're sorting a pre-season tour out for your team uh, as well as club uh, team wear they've got leisure wear as well um, we lovely tweed blazer that you had uh, lovely jb from from raging bull um, crisp white shirt I had from them and uh, they've got some uh, good chinos and stuff so go check it out ragingball.co.uk use the code egg15 for a 15% discount only because you listen to us um, just give me your predictions and we'll get a chance to talk about this in a bit more detail on Monday's pod um, what do you reckon is going to happen against the Blues oh, I think you're going to get Oh man, I don't know. I think I just after that, and so immediately after it, I think they'll. I don't mind them losing because it's all about the test match. But I think they might lose. I think they'll lose to the Blues. I definitely, I do think they'll lose to the Crusaders. Maybe they'll beat the Blues, lose to the Crusaders. I don't know. Mm. Right, shall we wrap it up there? Because that's a pretty good reaction. Oh, actually, Tim, before I do, I just need to say. a big shout out to a guy called Simon Needle. I'm not going to uh, elaborate any more on that. Just, uh, just hello, Simon Needle, and please do the right thing. Uh, that's a bit cryptic for you. I'll tell you in a future podcast, Tim. What? That's right. Uh, I'll... That's it. Well, hold on. Has this got anything to do with you being accused of being xenophobic before the match? No, 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 <laughs> no. accused. Um, <laughs> no, nothing to do with that. Uh, no, and so... that, that that was that was because of your disdain for the. Hacker. That's point. Uh, the commercial dance. The co- <laughs> uh, yeah. So, what was his name? Simon Needle. I'm. I'm. I'm just going to look up Simon Needle before you do it. No, don't. No. No, don't. Don't. Just. Just leave. Just leave it as is. Okay. This is cryptic. Well, we'll find out more. I'll try and prize a bit more out of JB on our next podcast when Phil will be back from his trip to Switzerland. When we'll be probably have a, a team to talk about for the Wednesday game against the Blues and when we should have some more Instagram posts from DJ Haskell to uh, to talk about. He has been he has been busy. Yes, he has. He has been busy on Instagram and the like. So uh, the hashtag Bants has been flying. We'll have some more of that. I've got a brilliant game as well that I've already prepared for the next podcast. So thanks for listening to this. Uh, and we will see you on the next one. Hit subscribe and you'll get every single episode delivered straight to you. Oh, and buy some corn stone razors. All right, bye. <laughs> Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rustolium. Even on a budget, 
Quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.